Okay, we're good to go. But I was going to say, I've listened to that thing twice. And and I listened to it on another level so it doesn't get a clicker on it. But where um, a timer put on But I've watched it. It's been, it's been, I think, 15. It's been listened to 15 times already. You know, in the past month, the stuff that we do here, oh, there's been uh, 300. Three, just, in, just in 30 days, 300 people have listened to what we, what we listen to here. Praise the Lord. Okay. Uh, but, of course, you know, it's, it's not about me. It's, 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 it's Jesus. Okay. Let's, uh, before I go any further, I want, to, I want to show you this right here. I, I wish this was just vertical right here. But just Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, you know, your sequence right here. Oh, uh, I could grab a fire, but I'm not going to do it. I was going to grab that candle and just... Anyway, when you go from Genesis, because these are, these are actual recorded history. It's just chronological right here. Okay, perfect chronological too. There's no skipping or nothing. You, when you, if, if you'll watch this, you'll see it. You're like, no wonder. Anyway, come all the way down here. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, 1st, 2nd Samuel, 1st, 2nd Kings, 1st, 2nd Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah. Esther, and then Job, and then that's your history right there. We'll say, Richard, what's all this right here? Well, if you go back and look at the headers of these, like, uh, oh, look, well, I'll just mention it. But like Hosea, Hosea chapter 1, or Jeremiah chapter 1, Jeremiah will say, in the days of King Hezekiah, whatever. That's, it, these are just guys that were preaching during that time. And it's all related to the history portion right here. So this is your history, and these are just what these guys wrote during that time. It's the reason it's so hard to sit there and try to take Habakkuk or whatever and, and say, well, I guess this applies to me because God was really hacked off here. No, he was hacked off with people that didn't want, they kept the door closed. They didn't want Jesus anymore. They didn't want the Lord, you know. And you try to apply it to yourself, well, I hadn't called Mama in about a month, you know. I guess Jesus don't love me. No, no you don't even apply. That has no application to you, praise the Lord. Anyway, well, what's fun is these are real short. These books here are real short. I mean, even Isaiah is not that. You think it's, you just have to read it. It's a lot shorter than Western Civ and college and some other documents you'd have to read. It's ridiculous. And I work with the government. We got proposals and stuff. And it's, my goodness, there's so much. Isaiah is fast. But anyway, <clears throat> so anyway, uh, and so by the time you finish that, the very last one there is Malachi. Then there's Matthew. And you pick up here the same sort of thing. History, Mark, history, 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 history. And then it's these short little, I like to call them emails. That's all it is. And this last one here, Revelation, is history going forward. So you only have history from here down to through second, well, actually, excuse me, catch all the way through uh, Esther. And uh, Job's just an incident, but you can still call it history there. And then you've got history going forward in Revelation. It's, you know, just got to condense the Bible. Don't make it so it's, so it's complicated because it's not. And, and, uh, uh, but anyway, so uh, what I want to look at this morning is we're going to go back to Deuteronomy. Now, remember Deuteronomy, let's just bring it up. Uh, in Deuteronomy, chapter 1, uh, it didn't come up, hang on a second, or it's trying. Here we go, Deuteronomy chapter 1, here we go. This book, I mean, reading the King James, let's look at the King James. This, the Living Bible just helps us here. It's just, uh, look at this. These be the words. So, so have, we, have we lost it here? No, it's the same thing, okay? The, this book records Moses' address to the people of Israel when they were camped in the valley of Arabah, the wilderness of Moab, east of the Jordan River. Cities include make-believe, make-believe. No, they're not. They had the details for a reason. 
This speech was given on February 15th, 40 years after the people of Israel left Mount Horton. So in other words, 40 years after Egypt, Pharaoh and all that stuff, which they try to play today has never happened. It's going to be so hard to say that never happened. The whole Jewish nation is based on Passover. I mean, something happened. It did happen. And all through recorded history that we see in the Bible, God keeps referring to it. And so today it's just like, you know, evolution and all these things we hear today. Like, well, you know, it could have been. No, it wasn't. Mm -mm. When were the dinosaurs made? Day six. Praise the Lord. It's a piece of cake. I say, if you go and look, just look for young earth evidence instead of listening to the last voice you heard on CNN or wherever it is and whatever, you know, because we've got all, they have T-Rex flesh right now on record. And here's what they say about it. Well, it's amazing that we know dinosaurs passed away 70 million years ago. You know that? You know that? So isn't it amazing that there's T-Rex tissue that has survived all this time? Jesus believes in the book of Genesis. He spoke back to it over like 50-something times. But anyway, so this was, this was the story. They, they're already at the promised land, but they're fixing to go in. Remember what happened before? They couldn't go in because they go, well, we can't go in there. We'll get killed. No. <clears throat> Took them 40 years. They finally come back. So here they are. So now let's jump ahead. Last time we looked at this, we were already, this is, this is a one breath story here. He's still, uh, he's still uh, speaking here. Remember, this was the last thing we studied here was, you know, every seven years, all debts were canceled. <laughs> Don't laugh, we're talking Jesus. He'll take care of your finances. This is not, this is fantastic. Praise the Lord. Wow. Good night. Don't you remember Jesus opened the book in Isaiah and he says the acceptable year of the Lord. He was talking about, and this is fulfilled in your ears, but he says, y'all won't believe it. And right in Luke chapter 4, stories I wish we had heard at church, but uh, I've discovered them on my own because I read my Bible. But anyway, in Luke chapter 4, Jesus made him so mad. He said, well, uh, you're going to be giving me this proverb saying, physician, heal yourself. Whatever you did in Capernaum, do here. And he, and he validated Naaman, the leper. He said there were many lepers in the time of Israel, but only one got healed. There were many widows, and only one got healed, and she was not even an Israelite. And boy, they got so mad, they picked up Jesus, ran him out to a cliff, and we'll throw him over a cliff. Richard, I never heard that. That should remind you of your importance of reading your Bible. Luke chapter 4. But the Bible says Jesus, turning, went through the midst of them, went his way. They didn't mess with him. Praise the Lord. And nobody's going to mess with you either. Okay, here we are. So he's still telling this story, which wouldn't take long. If you counted yourself with no distractions, don't let the phone ring, don't do anything, read this out loud, you would finish the book of Deuteronomy in less than two hours. And this is what the story was that you see when the kings, they came, the whole town would come together and they would hear the law. This was what they were doing. Wasn't going to kill anybody. It was actually going to help them. Always remember. Now watch this. Right. Lord, I'm too busy. I don't wait a minute. He said, always remember to celebrate the Passover. Now remember, let's real quickly think Passover. Passover in its easiest definition. Passover. That was the death angel. It really happened, or we gotta say stop. We gotta come on, this never happened. No, it did happen. During the month of April, for that's when Jehovah your God, oh please, God, don't you know you didn't do this? He did. He brought you out of Egypt by night. Your Passover sacrifice shall either be a lamb or an ox sacrificed to the Lord your God at his sanctuary. Now, let's skip ahead just a moment because I want to mention this. Notice this. Passover. I'm going to go to the book of John just a moment. Recorded history. Let's go down here to John chapter 
Oh, one. Oops, I'm in John 15. Excuse me a second. Okay, we got a little outlook coming up here. Okay, John chapter 1. Let me jump in here about right here, 17. Oh, let's see. Here we go. Well, let me do that. Hold on a second. John chapter 1. Let's go down here to, oh, you know, this is only two chapters before God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son. Whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Oh, let's see. Look at that. The following day, as John was standing there, oh, spiritual moment. No, it's history, isn't it? It's history. It's just like if you told a story today, well, yesterday, whatever, or Mel was playing with her drill and the drill came apart. That's history. It's just, it's a story. The following day, John was standing with two of his disciples. Jesus walked by. Who's he? Well, we know who he is. Okay. John looked at him intently and declared, look at that. There is the Lamb of God. What does that mean? Oh, we know. Passover. Everybody was to take a lamb. And we just had Easter last weekend, whatever, so we know. So, wow. Look at that. Now, let me, let's go over to, let me switch this to the King James just a moment. And I'm going to go to another spot. I'm going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 5. This is just a letter. We'll say an email because nobody would send a letter anymore. It would be an email. Uh, let's see where it's at. Look at this. Uh, look at that. Verse 7. Purge out the old leaven. That you may be a new lump, as you are unleavened, for even Christ, our make-believe, it never happened. <laughs> it did happen. Christ is our Passover. is sacrificed for us. Let me go back to the book of John just a moment. Now, remember, we were just starting. He said, remember the Passover. Wow. Well, go back to the book of John just a second. Let me go to, let's see, 12. Let me see if it's 12. Hang on. Oh, oh no, it was one more. Now, before the feast of the, 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 feast of the make-believe, <laughs> remember, this is the reason they were doing it, because God said, once a year, you have this feast. It was based on a lot. No, it's not. Do you see how ridiculous that is? That's, uh, the irony is like, you can't say, well, Jesus was never here. Oh, it's just make-believe. Boy, you're going to have to really pull up some roots here. Uh-uh. Now, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew his hour was come, that he should depart out of this world of the Father, Having loved his own, which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. Wow, okay, so they're actually fixing to have the Passover. And, of course, what did Jesus say? See, this whole story is, he's fixed to be crucified. Wow, okay, let me go back to, uh, uh, to the book of Deuteronomy again. So let's, oh, well, no, one more thing, one more thing. Hang on one second. Let's go back to this. Let that refresh just a second. Do it that way. Maybe it'll go. There we go. Revelation, Revelation chapter, uh, um, I'll look at four for just a second. I want to get to five, but this is, I mean, I mean, this book is written for you. It's not written for, I, 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 I read that when I was about, uh, I see it was years ago. Oh my gosh, it's so short. It is so short. Did it show, Re, look at Revelation chapter four. Look how many verses. Oh my gosh. This is not even half an email. Look at that. Or, or what you'd say a post. I posted that on Facebook. Look at that. Uh, uh, how many verses? Now you can see how your life gets so lulled away from reading the scriptures. Chapter 4 is only nine verses. Oh, but it's real difficult. I don't, I don't think I can. You don't, here's how to help yourself on Revelation. Don't get any help. Look at this. This book unveils. That's the first thing you want to know. Jesus doesn't hide anything. It's revealed to you. 
don't treat it as though, oh, 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 I got to ask a preacher. Oh, please. When you do that, you're going to get an answer. All right. It's just like some of your friends and I have friends too. I bring up a subject. They're all experts on it. You know, <laughs> they just want to talk, talk, talk. I, I like them. I love them, but they all have their opinions, but they treat you like they're a doctor. Oh, well, here, you need to feed Chaz this. You got to have Chaz on this. And I'm like, I'll give Chaz something else, you know. Okay. This book unveils some future events, activities that will occur in the life of Jesus Christ. Well, I thought he was dead. No, he's still living. Okay. Anyway, notice what it says. If you read this book aloud, look at this, aloud. If you read this prophecy aloud to the church, you'll receive a special blessing. Well, Lord, what will happen if I read it? Same thing, same thing. Okay, now, let's jump ahead. And this is, remember I told you, this is, this is ahead future. It's really wonderful. Okay, I looked and I saw a door standing open in heaven. And the same voice I heard before, which sounded a mighty trumpet blast, spoke to me saying, come up here and I'll show you what things that must take place in the future. Now, he's going to talk about how wonderful and fantastic everything looks up there. Remember, it's all one timeline. Okay, I saw a scroll in the right hand. This is all part of chapter 4. It's all one breath. Okay, a mighty angel was shouting, who's worthy to break the seals on the scroll and unroll it? But in all heaven, all earth, from among the dead, uh, no one in all, they they couldn't find anybody. Then I wept with disappointment. Now remember, we were just looking at Passover. Remember the Passover once a month. And then John the Baptist said, the lamb. And we already know Jesus is the lamb. He died on that weekend at Passover. So here's John. John's up there. He's having this vision. And he, because no one was worthy, no one could tell us what it said. But one of the four and twenty elders, which is interesting, you're going to be up there. We're going to heaven. Set that aside. We're all going. It's going to be stupid for us to look at what's in heaven and we're not going. Well, I'm not going to be counted. You're going to make it because of the blood of Jesus. Not because of what you do, but because of Jesus. You're there. One of the twenty-four elders said to me, hey, stop crying. Look, the lion of the tribe of Judah, here he is. The root of David has conquered and proved himself worthy to open the scrolls and break it. Now, look at this. I looked and saw a lamb. (gasps) Now we know why Passover was so important. Now we know why God said, I want you to remember this. Now we know why we just had Easter, even though we've, we've, through the years, we think it's all getting a brand new dress. It's great to have a brand new dress. They did that at Passover in the real, you wore your good stuff and went to the Passover. But, you know, it's, you know. Anyway, the, uh, notice what he says. I saw the lamb standing there before the 24 elders in front of the throne and the living beings. And on the lamb were wounds that once had caused his death. Yeah, he's resurrected. Jesus said, behold, my hands are my side. Ooh. Be not faithless, but believe him. Uh, he had seven horns, seven eyes, which represents sevenfold spirit of God. Oh, God, what does that mean? He just told you. It represents the spirit of God. So we don't have to get hung over. Well, I don't understand them antlers and them claws and whatever. Don't need to. He tells you what it said. He stepped forward, took the scroll from the right hand of the one sitting on the throne. And as he took the scroll, four and twenty elders fell before him, each with a harp and golden vials filled with incense of the prayers of, of God's people. Boy, it's interesting to note this. Yeah, one day we'll get a harp. That's where all it comes from. I'll be on a cloud and play a harp. Well, that's where they get this from. Notice where your prayers are. <laughs> Smells in heaven, praise the Lord. Your prayers, oh, I don't know if God heard my prayers. Yes, he did. Quit listening to that kind of unbelief. Your prayers are always right there before God. They were singing him a new song. You are worthy to take the scroll and break its seals and open it, for you were slain. Well, I don't understand that. Yeah, you do. Jesus died. Okay. And your blood has brought people from every nation as gifts for God. Look at that. Your blood has bought people from every nation 
praise the Lord. He didn't say people from every nation finally straightened their act up and they paid their way into heaven. No, he ain't never going to do that. He bought it. Wow. Then in my vision, I heard singing of millions of angels standing around the throne, the living beings and the elders. What? The Lamb is worthy. And it goes on. We sing that song. Worthy is the Lamb. That's where it comes from. Who was slain, but it was fake. It never happened. It was, un, you know, I, please. All right, so let's go back to, here we are before Moses dies. Remember, he's actually taking his last breath, last breath right here. This, he's, he dies at the end of this book. Okay. Always remember, praise the Lord. Remember, uh, in, in Exodus, when Moses was told by the Lord, he says, Tell your, when your children come, and they're going to say, Daddy, why are we doing this? The Lord says, you tell them that I annihilated the gods of Egypt. I took them out. See, when, and I found in my own life, when I was going through trouble just even this past year, I would, I'd try to remember the plagues. This one and this one, I'd start naming them. Frogs, you know, lies, you know, and then uh, flies, and then hail, and, and my problems just go out the window. I mean, it's because I'm acknowledging and recognizing that the Lord did this. Just like saying instead of, well, Lord, this is a nice job evolution did out here. The great big bang. No, it was no big bang. The big bang was the Lord made the, the earth and it went outward. It wasn't outward and we spun off like they want us to believe. Makes us feel like we're nobodies. No, the earth was void and vo without any. I mean, and then the, Lord was on the, spirit of, the spirit of God was on the, the waters. And then he said, let there be light. And then when he, after he said, let there be light, that the firmament above and the firmament on the bottom, the water separate. And then day, let's see, that was day two. Day three was let the oceans, it's not outside coming in. The, the sun and the moon was not built until uh, day four. Wow. It is true Jesus loves us. Okay, here we go. Your Passover sacrifice shall either be a lamb or an ox. We're back at Deuteronomy 16. Oh, sacrifice to the Lord your God in his sanctuary. Eat the sacrifice with unleavened bread. Eat unleavened bread for seven days as a reminder of the bread you ate as you escaped from Egypt. But see, today, now we, we, don't, we don't do this anymore. Oh, Jesus has taken care of this whole system, but we still believe in what happened. But notice, it's not about, you know, uh, oh, I got to make sure I have the right kind of bread. The right kind of bread was because you didn't have time to let it uh, grow or whatever. Yeast. You didn't have time to say, well, my bread's not ready to go. No. Eat it and go. You are out of here. And what was a miracle was they did that night. Wave upon wave. Of them. I think it's uh, uh, Exodus chapter uh, 12. They left. Okay. This is to remind you. It's not to remind you, well, this is a holy day. <laughs> remind you that you left Egypt. Praise the Lord. Fantastic deal. All right, there was no time for the bread to rise. Remember that day all the rest of your lives. How are we doing on that one? Well, we need to work on it. Same thing. We should remember all the days of our life that Jesus died, you know, same way. Okay, that's the reason. Okay, for seven days no trace of yeast shall be in your homes, and none of the Passover lamb shall be left, left until the next morning. The Passover is not to be eaten in your homes, but it must be eaten in the place that the Lord shall choose for a sanctuary. Uh, now, this happened when they got in the promised land, okay? Uh, Solomon had a great big one. It was fantastic. Hezekiah had a great big one because they were basically forgot the Bible and just did their own thing. All of a sudden, they go, you know what? we got to get back to the Bible. So they would start doing this. And, of course, we know today they're still doing these things. But anyway, because <clears throat> the Passover is a great, great deal. Don't eat this in your homes. Now, why? 
It must be eaten at the place the Lord will choose his sanctuary. Sacrifice it there on the anniversary evening just as the sun goes down. Roast the lamb and eat it. And then start back to your homes the next morning. That was to symbolize what happened. Eat that Passover there. And it was a feast. It wasn't like, well, we'll get a little piece of this and we'll take the cup and, and be real serious. Because boy, if you eat it the wrong way, boy, I mean, it's like the Lord's Supper. You know, you drink damnation unto you. If you read the story over there in 1 Corinthians, when he talks about that, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, it was because, that's my drink. You're not having any, you know. And one guy was getting a little bit too much sauce, and he was drunk, you know. That's how you get stuff in trouble, you know. And, and Paul wrote, don't you have homes you can drink in? He didn't say, well, if I were coming to your house, the preacher finds out you got a drop of liquor in there, you're in trouble. No, you got homes you can drink in. It was just during church, people were hoarding it. Some would have a whole lot, and some would have none. That's what Paul was referring to. Okay. Anyway, so uh, roast the lamb and eat it and start back to your homes the next morning. For the following six days, no bread shall be made with yeast. On the seventh day, there'll be a quiet gathering of the people of each city before the Lord. Don't do any work that day. God, we are so going to go broke all these days. We don't, we're not working. No, God takes care of all those finances. Then look at this. Seven weeks after that, the harvest begins. There'll be another festival. Before the Lord your God, God called a festival of weeks. At this time, bring him a free will. Uh, offering proportionate to the size to his blessing upon you as a judge by the amount of your harvest. Yeah, but the Lord always sends the weevils and the worms and whatever. Uh, excuse me? No. Mm -mm. That's, how you, that's how you get your prayer life rolling. That's not supposed to be going on. Now remember, this is a big speech, but let's jump ahead. You know this as well as I do. What happens here in this chapter? If you follow the Lord, and this is not hard, I mean, it, actually, this was just keep the Lord. And you're like, don't, don't be throwing your kids to the fire worshiping these other gods. Look at this. Uh, anyway, these blessings shall come upon you blessings in the city, blessings in the field, many children, ample crops, large flocks, herds, blessings of this, blessings when you come in, blessings. Read the book of Genesis. You'll see what happened to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It just overwhelmed them. That's what's supposed to be taking place. Okay, so no wonder we got this right here. So here we are coming back for this festival of the harvest which should be the festival of the plague. No, <laughs> it's not supposed to be no plague around us. Okay, at that time, bring him a free will offer, offering proportionate to the size of his blessing upon you. Okay, it's a time to, oh, be serious, you know, and, and look horrible because we got to go to church, you know. Nothing happy happens there. Well, probably not at some of our churches because we've lost this. Praise God, not around here. I mean, I don't want you coming here if you're not happy. Be happy, praise the Lord. But we're happy because of the Lord, not because of what I do. It's time to rejoice before the Lord and your family and household. And don't forget to include the Levite, the foreigners, the widows, and the orphans. Yeah, but if I bring them, I ain't going to have enough money for me. Do you see you're supposed to be loaded here? Golly, what a bill I'm going to have. You're going to be so blessed, you can take whoever you want to. The Lord's just saying, hey, don't forget them. Remember, Lord, you and I need to have a little counseling session here because... My professors in college said that didn't happen. Now, who am I going to believe? I'm going to believe the Lord. You were a slave in Egypt, so be sure to carry out this command. Another somber day. There's, how could there be a somber day? The angels on the hillside when Jesus was born were screaming out, you know, great tidings. You know, it's reason they said, hark the herald angels sing. Because it was fantastic. Okay, another celebration, the Festival of Shelters. Now, what is this one? Must be observed seven days after the end of the uh, harvest, uh, harvest season, after the grain is threshed and the grapes have been pressed, if there are any. 
if there are any. Sounds like the guy that came to Jesus whose son kept jumping in the fire. Lord, if you can do anything. Boy, Jesus turned around and said, if you can believe. And the guy, boy, he said, okay, Lord, help my unbelief. Boy, and I mean, boy, that boy that was jumping in the fire, that was the end of his days. The Lord fixed it. This will be a happy time of rejoicing with your family and servants. Yeah, but Lord, I don't have time for this because I'm so worried about work and I'm so... Do you see that's not supposed to be happening? The Lord's supposed to be taking care of everything for you. And he will. And don't forget to include the Levites, the foreigners, the orphans, the widows of your town. Now, remember the story, 1 Samuel chapter 1. It's Samuel because what happened in Samuel 1 was Hannah, his mom, she was at this and she wasn't too happy because she couldn't have kids. Well, just got to understand that. you No, if you don't have kids, you'd be going to Jesus about that. And don't expect him to say, well, let me help you. No, that's what her husband said. Well, I'm worth more than 10 sons, aren't I, sweetheart? She was still sorry about it. And she went over to the tabernacle and was crying. Eli, the high priest, thought she was drunk. And he says, can't you go drink somewhere else? <laughs> you know, he didn't say, well, I can't believe you're drinking. No, he said, just go drink somewhere else. But anyway, she said, no, I'm not drunk. I'm sorrow. I'm a, I'm, I'm sor- sorrowful heart, you know. And she said, because I don't have any children. And Eli, Eli, and he, he had... He was not a very good priest, but he had, he had enough sense to know this because God is so great. He said, the Lord grants you your petition. He didn't say, well, uh, let me, sometimes these things are hard and you know, God's not Santa Claus now. Mercy. I think God is so much better than Santa Claus. Praise God. You think Melody wanted to wait till Christmas to get that drill bit? You know, Santa Claus has been late, you know, praise the Lord. All right, anyway, so anyway, so uh, but anyway, of course, she had she had Samuel, and she and Sa- she named him Samuel because it, it the the word Samuel means asked of God. Okay, anyway, this feast to be held at the sanctuary, which be located in the place the Lord will designate, which He did. It was actually at Hebron, then ultimately it went to Jerusalem. Okay, it's a deep time of thanksgiving. Well, I ain't very thankful because what's He ever done for me? Oh my gosh, are you kidding? That's the reason it's so important to read the Bible. Don't look at your past history. Don't look at anything else. Look at the Bible and say, praise the Lord. I, this is mine, Lord. For the blessings, uh, for blessing you with a good harvest. Yeah, but it might not be his. Uh, shut that up. That's not true. Look at Jacob. Jacob couldn't do anything but being blessed. His father-in-law said, well, I'm going to take the speckled sheep. Jacob's like, well, that's going to leave me the striped ones and the black ones. And guess what happened? The striped ones and the black ones, man, they started multiplying like crazy. And his father-in-law got ticked off about that. Said, I want this one and that one. Man, everything, just like they said, everything you put your hand to prospers. Psalm 1 says this. We'll go through this and we'll stop. Anyway, every man in Israel shall appear before Israel, the Lord your God, three times a year for these sacrifices, for these festivals. Do you notice this? Every man in the year. That ties you to this. Every, don't be saying I'm the only one. I'm the only one, the Lord. The Lord has a reason why every car I buy don't work. I'll give you an earful over that. Your cars are supposed to be working just like the Israelite shoes were not supposed to be wearing out. It's like throwing my clothes in the dryer washing machine and in the ink spot. I know this is a, this, I, was, I wore this on purpose to show you this is one of the shirts that survived the ink thing. This was in there before I did the ink thing. I'm scratching my head too, except for knowing that Jesus is real and the angels are there. Praise the Lord. Every man in Israel shall appear before the Lord your God three times a year at the sanctuary for these festivals. So don't worry about people that only go to church on Christmas and Easter. (laughs) Whatever. Anyway, the festival of unleavened bread, festival of weeks, festival of shelters. 
Each of the, oh, by the way, these shelters, it, they, it tells you a little later in, in other books, that was temporary structures. Why? To show this is how we had to live in these little structures before when we got out of uh, Egypt on the way to the promised land. Yeah, but it never happened. Well, we sure are going to do a lot of effort here for nothing, you know. No, it did happen. On each of these occasions, bring a gift to the Lord. But the Lord, you don't comply. Man, I'm broke. How could you be broke when the Lord is pouring out so much blessings on you? See, look what he says. Give as you are able, according as the Lord has blessed you. And then he says, appoint judges, administrative officials for all the cities the Lord your God is giving you. Now, wait, time out a minute. We ain't even in the promised land. Moses is just one of them optimistic guys, ain't he? This is all from the Lord. And this is all that took place when they went into promised land. This was not funny book stuff. They'll administer justice in every part of the land, never twist justice to benefit a rich man and accept bribes. For bribes blind the eyes of the wisest and corrupt their decisions. Do you see right here, if man had written this, he wouldn't have said that because man's prone to be political and whatever. But that's not true. Praise the Lord. Anyway, justice must prevail. That's the way you'll only be successful in the land that the Lord your God has given you. Never under any circumstances are you to erect shameful images besides, in other words, these are idols. Beside the altar of the Lord your God, which you find out they did with the other stupid kings that came along. Some were good, some were bad. Never set up stone pillars to worship them, for the Lord hates them. That's what the demise was. When they would do that, all these blessings would quit. But that's not what we're doing. We love the Lord. But we get involved in unbelief sometimes. We'll go, well, I guess it's never going to happen for me. Don't do that. Praise the Lord. Jesus loves you. He was the lamb. He died for your sins. You couldn't pay for it anyway. Father, we just thank you for your word today. We thank you that you're there. You never leave us nor forsake us. And Father, if we're not feeling good today in our bodies, whatever, you'll take care of that. Praise the Lord. And if we're hurting financially, you'll fix that. And if it's some other problem, just on our hearts, well, praise the Lord, you'll take care of that. How could we go to these festivals rejoicing if you weren't helping us out? And Lord, that doesn't leave anything left but for us to leave a record and tell others what great things you've done for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Oh, 29 minutes and 43 seconds. That's good.